I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. I'm your host, Rod, joined as always by my co-host, Karen. And we are live on a Sunday, ready to give you some podcasting. You know what to do. Find us everywhere you get podcasts. Search the Blackout Tips. We'll come up. Leave us five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. We love reading those. Follow us on all our social medias. It's right there in the show notes. Get tickets to our fucking live show, nigga. Now get... <laughs> Break yourself, nigga. <laughs> Break yourself, fool. Get these... Uh, not, uh, get tickets to our live show September the 9th, 3 p.m. Uh, the Night Theater, downtown Charlotte. Um, gonna be a fun time. There's gonna be there's a comedy festival going. I just found out there's a concert later on that night with like a bunch of hip hop acts and stuff. I mean, I, I'm it's gonna synergy. It's all coming together, and I think you should be there to celebrate and have a good time. Mm-hmm. Uh, the official weapon of the show is the is the folding chair. The unofficial sport bullet ball and bullet ball extreme. And uh, it's time to get. <laughs> Into the podcast now that we've had our, you know, daily dose of Karen making a mistake. Okay. <laughs> Not so funny, is it? Not it so is. Funny. Mm. I crack me up. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it is still funny then. Yep. All right. Well, let's get to the show then. Let's talk about it. Okay. Lots of stuff happening in the news and uh, a lot of stuff to talk about. All right. Uh, I guess we'll start first with um, this one. A British museum's director has resigned. Okay. Says he didn't take warnings about a possible theft seriously. What? Yeah. He was alerted more than two years ago to the possible theft of disappearance or disappearance of valuable artifacts when an art historian became suspicious about objects for sale on eBay. Say, hey, I'm seeing stuff on sale on eBay that I thought y'all had in the museum. He said, get out of here. Oh, he didn't investigate and look at nothing? But the museum's director, Hartwick Fisher, said Friday he didn't treat the whistleblower's warning seriously enough and announced his resignation as investigators figure out what happened to hundreds of missing pieces, including gold jewelry, semi-precious gems, and antiquities dating to the 15th century B.C. Hundreds! Nigga! It's evident that the British Museum did not respond as comprehensively as it should have in response to the warnings of 2021 and to the problem that has now fully emerged, Fisher said in a statement. The responsibility for that failure must ultimately rest with the director. The museum fired a staff member more than a week ago and said legal action would be taken against that person. London's Metropolitan Police are investigating and the museum has ordered an independent review of security as well as a vigorous program to recover the missing items. Here's my thing. Now, I don't want to get, you know, too controversial for the show. But ain't all this shit stolen in the first place? Ah, 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 ah,
Like, how y'all mad? Where you get it from? Right, because you put it in a museum and make it not stolen no more. Y'all didn't make those things. Those are somebody else's things from somebody else's culture that found their way into y'all motherfucking uh, museum magically, mystically, through all the trauma and suffering and colonization and fucking shit y'all did to people. And then y'all decided, like, oh, at this point, it's super precious and priceless. So we just gonna... And and also, it's not priceless. If it was on eBay, I mean, it's not priceless. People find the prices. They got a price! You know? I bet some of that shit sold for, like, $25. I bet it wasn't even worth no millions of dollars. It's like, hey, man, I give you $25 for them earrings. And I was like, uh, these are 15th BC century. They're like, it, it don't matter. They got the same kind of swap meet. I'm just trying to help you out. <laughs> do, you, do you want to make the sale or not? You the one got to move them, not me. Right? Uh, the 264-year-old British Museum is a major London tourist attraction, drawing visitors from around the world. Its collection includes the Rosetta Stone that unlocked the language of Egypt. Unlocked, You know who already knew how to unlock the language of Egypt? Egyptians. Yes, they did. <laughs> maybe if you didn't show up and kill everybody in a war, maybe you, they would have told you how to, to be like, no, this, this hieroglyphic right here means death. They would have just told you. But nah, y'all was like, we're going to have to find a Rosetta Stone because... You know, we just keep cutting off people's hands and killing them and shit, and they don't want to talk to us. Scrolls bearing the 12th century Chinese Chinese poetry and masks created by indigenous people of Canada. None of this shit was yours. You didn't name one British artifact. You did not. Where the fuck is the sword of Alexander? How, some how shit. you get something from Canada all the way over there? Y'all ain't got the sword of the stone over there. Mm-mm. What is this even doing in your possession? You can, honest to goodness, the judge should throw this shit out. <laughs> oh, yeah, we like to charge them with theft. Okay, so how you get it? Because I like to charge you with theft. Uh, it also attracted controversy because it resisted calls from communities around the world to just return items of historical significance that were acquired during the era, era of the British Empire. So it sounds like people were already upset because the thing about the British Empire, they actually was trying to take over the world, Craig. And what happened is that they ran out of money and they was like, we can't do this. So Queen Elizabeth was like, hey, we'll, we'll, we'll start backing up. This is that time funded the only reason why certain parts of the country got their freedom back. Because they was like, we can't afford it no more. But they still like use their money and all that shit with the queen on it and stuff. They're lucky that people didn't show up like Killmonger and just take all the shit back. So I don't think, yeah, this is not fuck them. You shouldn't even be able to get your shit back. You shouldn't be able to sue. I hope they steal all the shit out of your little museum. It ain't yours. A loaded gun was found inside of a middle teacher's lounge bathroom on student ori- orientation day. The, 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 the teacher's holding the gats? I mean, can you blame them? Child, I'm about to say. They was like, motherfucker ain't gonna beat me up. They ain't paying the, the teachers. They making them not be able to talk about anything with race or people being gay. Right. They was like, like I, not, I seen the teachers got shot. I seen the teacher got stabbed. Like the fuck. Right. Teacher got shot in Virginia. They they don't they they don't want to admit that there's any wrongdoing with that. Right. They don't want to pay out. They got uh, you know, teachers getting run up on at the school board meetings. I'd have a gat at school too. Investigators are now searching for who may have brought the weapon to Sonia Sotomayor Middle School. Oh, she already got a middle school. Good for Go her. Uh, in Adelphi, 
Uh, according to the Prince George County Police Department, the weapon was found shortly before 10.30 a.m. in a teacher's lounge restroom. It's unclear who may have bought the weapon on the campus or how long it was in the bathroom before it was found. I mean, it's in the teacher's lounge. Oz the students getting in there is rare. They can't get in there, though, but Oz of them getting in there are rare. Could be the janitor. Who knows? You never know. Um, but, yeah, uh, they wrote a letter to the family saying they, you know, trying to figure it out and uh, tell your kids to... Uh, to report any you know findings blah 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 you know so i just think that's that's kind of an interesting interesting story there because i mean i feel like the kids are on people's damn nerves and the parents are the worst and you might need a gun now in a way that you didn't need a gun not too long ago in the you know not too long ago future but now take that gap man you know i don't blame them School coming back faster than ever, too. They don't even have time to prepare. Summer getting shorter and shorter. Ain't it though? Eventually, they not going to be no summer poor kids. Yeah. Kids? No, I'm talking about the teachers. Fuck them kids, as Michael Jordan said. Ah! Um, Fast food spent millions fighting California bill holding them accountable for employee abuse. No shit, because they don't want to pay. That's why whatever the minimum wage is, that's what most of them pay unless they're forced to do otherwise. Fast food chains have spent millions this year on lobbying and advertising campaigns to stave off a bill that could hold corporate owners responsible for abuses that occur at franchise restaurants. Right. According to Sacramento Bee analysis. Right, because it's some bullshit. It's like that Uber. When I show up the bitch, guess what I see? Motherfucking McDonald's. I don't give a damn if Mr. Brown owned the bitch. I see McDonald's. I don't know what a franchise is, what a non-franchise is, and they know that. Uh, the, their target assembly bill 1228 would hold companies and their franchisees jointly liable for accusations of harassment, wage theft, or other forms of mistreatment. Opponents of the measure have spent more than $4 million from January 1st through June 30th to fight the bill. The number is likely higher, but lobbying reports frequently do not differentiate between the sums of restaurant and industry groups have spent fighting individual bills. Currently, employees of McDonald's, Wendy's, and other fast food outlets deal solely with individual franchise owners over such an allegation. The bill, authored by Assemblyman Chris Holden, a Democrat from Pasadena, would force parent companies to assume a portion of accountability. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think it's also, it's like while an individual may be the one to ultimately do a workplace of use to a certain extent, it also discourages the, the company, the corporation, from having any oversight. Right. And disciplining anybody, trying to catch these things ahead of time. So you just leave the employees on their own. And in most cases, people making minimum wage, working less than, you know, uh, a full uh, 40 hours a week that don't get benefits. They don't have time for lawsuits. They don't have time for court cases and time for lawyers. They don't have money for a lawyer. Um, and if anything, they might just quit and go get another job at another place where they get abused. Hopefully not. But, um, I don't, I think the idea that the corporation has no responsibility is patently bullshit, but it also is, it's, it's very telling about how the law works in America. Corporations and industries manipulate and influence politicians on a high level that the individual never can do like we have our votes but they have their money and this happens the same way when like uh cities are like hey uber is really 
killing the taxi game here. It's really fucking up our city. We're becoming beholden and dependent on Uber in a way that is not cool because it's a private company that's not very regulated. Correct. So we need to pass some regulations. And then Uber just floods in money and influence to try to keep those laws from being brought forward. Um, so, uh, yeah, this is one of the reasons it's super important to stay engaged in the vote in your local area, see what the local politicians are talking about, because a bill that makes it where, you know, if 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 there's a workplace abuse, and I'm not just saying like sexual or physical, but like workplace abuse could be like we you work sixty hours and we only paid you thirty. That's a workplace abuse. That that should go up the chain to hey McDonald's Inc. What the fuck happened here? Right, and it's also one of the things where because the way the structure is so fucked up. Uh, you won't give them 40 hours, which means they don't qualify for insurance, which means they don't get the benefits of like the HR and all these other benefits that, you're, that the corporation, people who work for corporate do. If I if I work for corporate and I work 60 and you pay me 30, bitch, we got a motherfucking problem that's changed. The commander shit gets corrected. Yeah. But when you allow individual corporation, individual uh, uh franchise, franchisees do this, they don't have the money that the corporation has and they know it because they investing in a piece or a part of an overall puzzle. And so, you know that they only have a limited amount of funds, quote unquote, compared to the corporation. And so you go, you want to push it down the chain. So you don't have no accountability and no responsibility. But the thing is, if this shit was to happen at a corporate franchise, you would not put up with this shit, but it's still damaging to your name. It still makes you look bad. Like I said before, when I walk into these establishments, I don't give a fuck. If, if, if Mr. Tony Brown is owns this shit, I see McDonald's. If it was called Mr. Tony Brown's, I might not go to the bitch and everybody knows it. So why are we playing these games? Uh, California's speaking of California, let's keep it California. California's free prison phone calls bolster inmates' family ties and rehabilitation. This is in the Los Angeles Times. It's kind of a long write up, but the main point is we've talked about this before. Prisons are doing this thing where they're privatizing and charging people for the ability to communicate with their family on the outside. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have these systems that are like Skype calls or, or I guess Zoom now. Um, and you almost have to like pay per call and it, it can be exorbitant. It can, you know, it can add up. Um, and at the same time, we know that people's rehabilitation is directly like aligned with how much uh, outside, uh, contact they typically can have with their family and stuff like it's correlated positively in that people that are able to talk to their families often and talk to their friends on the outside often are the ones who get rehabilitated don't come back to prison um so i guess california was like um you know we need to figure out a way to make these calls um free right instead because- of charging because you used to be able to get a collect call from uh prison or put money on someone's books and mm-hmm. let, allow them to call correct but you know we've kind of, we've made it so that we're monetizing something that is directly correlated to rehabilitation and this is the danger of obviously over incarceration uh privatized prison um the fact that we're have prisons for profit these are the dangers of that in that I thought the job of the prison was to help the people not go back to a prison. 
Instead, we're looking at it like, no, the job is to make as much money off of people going to prison as possible. Right. So we have to keep our numbers up. We have to keep it filled. And then once we get you in here, we can literally charge you for everything from food to tampons to like basic needs, medications. We can anything we do for you is literally a fucking bill attached to it. And we can make you work for for literally pennies on the dollar uh, to plump shit out to large corporations who then take it and upcharge it for, 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 you know, two or 300 times the amount of money that if they would have paid the right wages, they, they wouldn't have done it. Yeah. I think the other thing too, is like, it's cost prohibitive. I don't think people know how much it costs at a time when most consumers enjoy free or low cost calling Prison phone calls at their peak in California cost more than $6 per 15 minutes via a private telecommunications Ooh, provider. That's expensive. That allowed only hurried, superficial conversations between si- the siblings. They're talking about the people in this mm-hmm. article. With one eye always on the clock. Yeah. You talk to your, you want to talk to your loved one even just every day, a few times a week. That shit's going to add up fast. $6 just for 15 minutes minimum. Yes. Yeah, we talked 30 minutes. It's $12. It's gone. Right. So I, I think, yeah, I think that's a huge part of, uh, that's a huge part of the problem is that we have to detach the money from it. Right. If you detach the money from it, I think you'll be fine because um, the, these prisons already suck up our tax dollars. Yes. They already suck up the resources of the people who contribute to, uh, you know, the, 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 the the state's bottom line you know so to on top of that be trying to stack bread off of it is super wild um and yeah whether it go from food to and it's also just dehumanizing to put somebody in there and be like because i understand there's a punitive part of prison that i think people in the left and on liberal people tend to deny like they like they act like that shouldn't even be part of the equation. We don't want it to be part of the equation. Why do people keep suffering? But at the at the to be honest, the vast majority of Americans are a bit puritanical, and they do want people to suffer yes, when they, they go to do. prison for stuff. Not saying that's fair, or right? But it shouldn't be the job. The prison shouldn't look at that as a job. And because we have that mentality as a society, we allow abuses mm-hmm. because we're so like amped up on this like you know this high of punishment. That we're like, yeah, it, it should be a place where you're sexually assaulted. It should be a place where you don't have access to media. It should be a place where you're not able to be entertained. It should be a place where you're basically stuck inside the whole time. It should be a place with no air conditioning. Right. It should be a place with flooding and black mold and where you can't social distance. And once we start allowing it to be that draconian sort of like, you know, that in- inquisition level like shit going on in there, these corporations absolutely use our lack of empathy to make the conditions worse because they know at the end of the day you won't give a fuck so then you're looking up and you're seeing lawsuit after lawsuit you're seeing death rates at rikers island you're seeing death rates in at prisons in like mississippi and alabama and yeah, temperatures uh, over 100 something degrees right. and they're catching covert and shit and they're they're like dog we're dying at a higher rate than than the public the fuck we can't separate yeah so as long as we we're to the point where even you a state has to pass laws to be like allow people to call their families. Yes. 
That's a, <laughs> you got to pass a bill. This, 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 this California law took effect in January. Call volume in state prison surged from 1.4 million minutes a day to 3.5 million minutes in June. Uh, I mean, per day in December to 3.5 in per June. Day? Right, because people are like, I can fucking call my family. I can call them every day. I can call them consistently. I can check on them, make sure their mental health okay. Let them know we're fine. You know, just let, you know. And on top of that, not so funny, let them know what's happening in the outside world. If somebody died, if somebody passed, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if I can't call you, but quote unquote, once a month or whatever, you lose a connection with your family. Right. So basically, the free calls still must originate from prison and end at 15 minutes after 15 minutes. But there are no caps on the number of calls an incarcerated person can make. Calling can be restricted to certain hours by individual facilities. Um, but yeah, hopefully. I like that. So they can call multiple people. Yeah, I'll call right. you right back then. You know, before the law, the state provided each pr- prisoner with two 15 minute calls every two weeks. Two weeks? My nigga! Costing taxpayers $214,000 in December. In June, the overall prison bill increased more than tenfold to $2.4 million. So this is even crazier. You're not, the prison isn't even taking on the cost, really. So what the fuck was the product? up? What do you mean they wouldn't take them to go? The, it's coming from taxpayer dollars. Oh, it's not, so these, oh. like, they get paid, it seems, through the taxpayer dollars, not, uh, at least with the free calls. So they were able to be like, we're billing taxpayers $214,000 back when they were given two free calls every two weeks. Now they're giving people unlimited calls and they're able to bill taxpayers $2.4 million. So what was the holdup in the first place? Right. Other than cruelness. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's just, it's wild to me. But And also to me, I look at this shit like an investment. Because if you told me as a state taxpayer, would you rather give $2.5 million to lock people up or two and a half million dollars as an investment to keep people from going back to prison i think the vast majority of us would vote for the whatever is going to keep people give people a better chance of not going back to prison give me that right and and yet it's not these things are never presented like that Mm -mm. like incarceration ideas are always presented as like we got to keep them away from us but it's never presented as like that's a human being that made a mistake. How do you keep them out of jail? But once again, I'm always a little uh, weirded out by, you know, the incarceration discussion because a large part of this has become so extreme. Yes. Where it's either you have to be totally against any form of incarceration for anybody ever, which I think is ridiculous. Agreed. Or you have to be like this very pro, like lock them up type of mentality and i don't agree with that either Mm -mm. um i think there has to be some sort of a balance that can be reached that is between those two fucking polls and i and i think it's easy to talk about on this podcast because people listening to this are giving us benefit doubt we're not virtue signaling we're not trying to win an argument on twitter and fight with everybody and, and show everybody how much better we are than them i think us as a society needs to reckon with like what do we really feel about forgiveness yeah. and not just forgiveness for people that look like you or people that you think could be you forgiveness as a as a cultural tenet of like someone did something how do we feel about the idea that that person's not just garbage for the rest of their life agreed and it's also one of the things where 
it's human nature to not give a fuck about anybody else outside of you and yours. It's human nature. So a lot of people don't give a fuck about the incarceration system of people getting locked up unless they have been directly impacted by a loved one that they know friends or family or somebody that they know that's got locked up these are people that are very heavy advocates and like you know out there or or, or people that go i i or people that have been in jail that are out of jail that are actually are the people that actually are concerned and want to do people to help them not go back a lot of times unless you fall in one of those two groups the average person does not give a fuck why because most people don't think that they're that they are going to do anything to get locked up they act even black people they think they're an exception to rude they think they're special and all this shit you know and so when if something happened to you all of a sudden this shit start crossing your mind and and then you realize okay the system's fucked up and and you know and then if something happens to that person then that person starts being an advocate but you know for the average person this is like you said this is how these laws are, have gotten this way because most people do not care enough don't have enough empathy or concern and on top of that a lot of people claim i mean and this is human nature too they claim they want people to be rehabilitated they claim they want these things but if people got out and 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 fixed their lives and got it right and started working with you and you knew a lot of people have a fucking fit so so it's so a lot of people lie when they say that because for a lot of people going to jail and getting locked up in these things is a scarlet letter that you quote unquote must live with for the rest of your life yeah, I agree with you. And I, like I said, I think it's a societal thing because people can find empathy when it happens to them or somebody they, or even if they just think, close their eyes and think about someone that they feel like a kinship with of being like, oh, a black man in jail or a black woman in jail. Well, I don't think that, per- that person shouldn't just have to be in jail. But then the second that it's somebody that you don't have that kind of sympathy for, it's like keep their ass forever. And I think a lot of this stuff, a lot of the cultural impulses of our country rely on that, you know? Mm -hmm. Not to say there's nobody, you know, no, I'm not being extreme either way. There's, Mm -mm. there's people that there's crimes they do that I'm like, I don't imagine that person should ever be out of jail. Agreed, but but there has to be a balance. I think, uh, yeah, I just think yeah we I, I hope more states pass laws like this california is always on the cutting edge of stuff like this but more of these states that have privatized prisons need to do something about this because this is an easy one like this is like investing in schools or investing in prisons both of them have like both of them have to be invested in but one of them actually stops you from having to put people in prison and yet we put more in prison in some places uh, beachgoers infuriated after witnessing an event that they say ruined their vacation. This is so gross and infuriating. Okay. You want to see what happened, Karen? What happened? I'll show you what happened, okay? I don't know. Uh, you see this picture here? Yes. They was on the beach and you can't, can you see what's happening? You can't unblock this. Uh, so a plane was flying those ads in the sky you know those planes that have the signs in the sky yes and it said you can't ad block this some something ad and then this one says shoot machine guns at lock and low miami what and this person is disgusted they said "Uh uh-uh this is my vacation how dare you put advertisements in the sky right I want to see the sun. I don't blame her. I want to see the sun and sand between my toes and shit. Get that bullshit out the sky. My vacation uh, to Miami is getting ruined by unskippable ads, they said. Right. 
Not only are aerial ads like these disturbing to see, but because they're attached to planes, they contribute to pollution and negatively impact the air quality, particularly in densely populated areas. They also require the use of dirty energy sources that contribute to planet heat and gases during sourcing and production. Who was complaining? White folks? I'm with them on this one. So Be this- mad. So this is gross and frustrating, but what also bothered me, can you even scan a QR code while it's being flown through the sky like that? That's a good also, question. I can't ad block you, but you also can't force me to scan your stupid code, writes one Redditor. They note that it's even more frustrating that it seems like they're just trying to prove a point and being extremely wasteful in the meantime. But I take comfort in the fact that it's highly unlikely to see any return on investment for these ads. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, so I'm not going to lie. I think they're kind of complaining about nothing but uh sure it wouldn't have ruined my vacation you know honestly if i'm being 100 percent true when i see these ads in the sky sometimes i'll smile like oh that's cool they still doing that they still doing that is, you know? is, is ai driving it all right oh mattress mattress is place have going out of sale again okay <laughs> funny y'all going out of going out of business and still had the money to buy that airplane but sure <laughs> I might take out a blackout tips plane I had now. <laughs> just now because. I know you can't block it. Down uh, at the beach, ruining a good time. OnlyFans users spent $5.6 billion in payments on adult content site last year. Yeah, OnlyFans still making that money, even though they, quote unquote, might not be in your face all day, every day. Somebody's making that money. Here's my thing. Remember when OnlyFans almost made the worst decision of all time and was going to ban sex workers and nudity and stuff from their website? Mm. The only fucking thing people went to their website for? Right. Because they were so scared of, like, the credit card companies and banks saying, we're not going to do business with you if if there's people getting paid for sex work with this money, which I've never understood in America— I get if you're saying we're not we we think something shady and nefarious is yeah, happening. Yeah, if it's something illegal, yes. Yeah, but if you're just saying a human being of a fucking adult age has made a decision to be naked, that's like saying when a stripper comes to deposit the money at the bank account, fucking truest will be like, I don't think so, buddy. Those look like strip club dollars, you know, like. It's such a crazy thing to to be, you know, to to it's a weird moral weird thing to be uh because my whole job about. is the bank to hold on to your money the fuck i'm gonna say no money for right y'all holding on to cocaine earners and wall street earners and fucking right. balloon payment earners and if you wachovia or uh what do they call themselves now uh whatever first union whatever they nah it's the new one it started with like a w i think but they always is in some wells shit fargo? wells fargo if you're wells fargo you always in some shit. You you done mm-hmm. you done took our money. You done made fake bank accounts, but right. you won't take my motherfucking OnlyFans dollars. Fuck out of here. <laughs> Come on. So yeah, five point six billion that came in from users last year is a sixteen percent increase from twenty twenty one, where the company made four point five billion. Billion. Right. So and the thing is. They knew they was making a lot of money, and they was literally. And you know what? Because the community threw such a fit, mm-hmm. and they started looking at. They was like, if these people were to go away, they was like, ain't nobody fucking coming over here for the cooking shows and all the other. You know, because p- there are people that do shit outside of sex and sex work, but that is the majority of the reason why people are there. And people make whole ass livings and shit like that off of this. 
and it, you know it's taxed. You can follow the dollars and all that shit. You know, you know, cause they're business, so they have to keep you know keep up with that stuff and send you know W nines, W twos, whatever the fuck they're doing. So. And not doing anything underneath the table, quote unquote. So it's one of those things to where they started looking at them dollars and they was like, bitch, uh, we better reverse this. We ain't trying to lose all our income. Right. Um, but yeah, it's funny because they almost made a dumbass decision. With a and now the fucking CEO of only the owner lonely the owner the owner of OnlyFans, Leonid Radvinsky, took home $338 million in dividends. Mm-hmm. So, like, this motherfucker almost fucked up his bag completely. Yeah. Yes, June, with a B, my nigga, with a B, a capital yeah. B. That's a lot of zeros and commas. You know, the other thing, too, is uh, going back in the article, that person was mad about those ads, but then they took pictures of the ads and put them on social media. Mm-hmm. So it worked. Yes, it did. All right, back to this. There's a lot of people that otherwise would not have seen it yeah. unless you took that picture so it and works. put it online. Get an airplane, everybody. Um, we know no fap is misleading men about mis- masturbation. It might be more dangerous than that. Slate.com. What? Will McCurdy. People in this community are hoping to fix their lives, but if they slip up, things can get worse. So you don't know what no fap is? No jacking off? No jacking off, Karen. That's correct. But I guess for men, so it's more of a men's movement. I don't know that women even participate in this movement, I don't, at least that I've seen. Maybe they do, but I just ain't in the, the no fap women circles. circles. Yeah. But basically, it became a community of men. Mm-hmm. And the men are encouraged to never masturbate. Um, and now it encompasses everything from websites and message boards to support groups, authors selling ebooks, celebrate, celebrate and congratulate each other on their like strengths of abstinence. Grift. Uh, yeah, I think it kind of is somewhat. I mean, yeah, because there's people that have made money off of it. Um, but there's also like a weird misogynistic bent to it of like all of it's about getting women. So if you don't jack off, you're supposed to get increased confidence. Uh, women be more attracted to you, have more energy, less anxiety. Um, you know, it's heavily relying on the fact that people feel guilty about masturbation, going back to like religious and puritanical mm-hmm. leanings and stuff like that. Um, and so these guys form it's like these groups online and they celebrate the fact, oh, I haven't jacked off in X amount of time and no fat for me. And they had used to have no fat November, which I think was like a started as like a joke. But mm-hmm. now it's 100% a very serious thing that people are doing. Yes, it is. I've seen that. Um, so yet yeah, what the, the strong moralistic vibe associated with no fap is relatively new. The term no fap first started appearing online in 2006 on popular message board bodybuilding.com. Those first no fappers cared only about increasing testosterone in the body by not masturbating, uh, leading to mu- to more muscle gains. Mentions of the evil of the porn industry and the even self-improvement were rare. Uh, yeah, what, that got, what does that got to do with you building muscle and shit? Well, I think, so this is something that, like I said, I keep bringing up on the show, but me and Bossy talk about a lot. It's the religion thing to me. It became a religion for these people. Like, someone saw the makings of a religion. Like, 
oh, we can have rules, we can have a heaven, we can have a hell, we can have group mentality, we can ostracize people, we can make people give money, follow certain, you know, guidelines. I agree. You might not be going into a sanctuary, but it's a religion, you know, and like a lot of people, when they think of these things and cults, they, religion is a big part, but when people think religion, they always think of church, but there are other things that I can do this. Like you said, this those incel groups when people get online and their whole thing is I hate everything, you know, because it is replacing something that actually needs to be addressed to fix. But instead of doing those things, you pour the energy into these things and, 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 and even, even fast, like, and, and the thing is I do yoga and I love yoga, but even that for some people can quote unquote be a religious, particularly once you get really, really deep into it and it's right with abuse and all types of things like any religion, but people don't want to view it like that because all of a sudden they will have to look at themselves and go, well, I'm, I'm, I might be uh, susceptible to this when they only think the food, the dummies, the 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 people who are most likely to get caught up is you know the people over here praising whatever God it is, but that's not always so. A religion, a, a religion or a cult does not always have to have a God involved. No fat was a solely secular pursuit. A tweak, much like adding an extra scoop of creatine or another ten grams of protein to the nutrition plan. Um, and I think all, even with the bodybuilding community, that's a community that was right for anti-vax stuff and conspiracy yes. and QAnon. Like a lot of these fringe communities ended up being right, right for this. Um, and I think also when you see people that are either grifters, manipulators, narcissists, whatever you want to call them, they see a bunch of suckers and they're like, oh, mm-hmm. people are doing this. I can take this no fat thing to another level. The things that really have changed though is now when someone quote unquote relapses i.e jacks off the levels of shame and regret are just off the charts for these people mm-hmm. people have, have a community people have hopelessness thoughts of suicide um it, like it's it's getting you know there's there's a study that sells 68.9 percent of participants in a recent study on users on no fap subreddit said they felt suicidal following their moment their recent relapse roughly 18 percent reported feeling extremely so yeah and this is at a time in america where you know men are killing themselves or dying by suicide i guess uh at very high at higher rates than yeah. ever yeah and you talked about uh i think you read an article about people having high rates of loneliness mm-hmm. and separation and things like that and you talking about this made me think about that mommy blog we talked about a while ago where uh the lady was in a mommy block she ended up having to leave it that is a form of a religion too people don't look at it like that but they literally shamed her to she had to fucking get offline and get off the mommy block because you know her baby ended up dying because she ended up listening to these foods versus going to the doctor mm-hmm. and doing the thing that she's supposed to do. And just like religion, a lot of times, what do they want you to do? They don't want you to challenge. They don't want critical thinking. They don't want you. They, they want you to only listen to them and only them. And if something happens to you, they don't want to take any responsibility, nor accountability for the things that they have told you and uh, sucked you into. Um, 
yeah, they said the outcome would appear counterintuitive for a community intended to help its users with the addiction of porn watching and masturbation. But for men like Derek, no fap ideology tends to breed much bigger problems. The study found that suicidal feelings were actually linked to more engagement in the no fap subreddit and related communities. And the more involved a participant was with no fap and other groups like porn free, the more suicidal they reported feeling in response to their relapse. Um, one person with this beyond the obvious is that their well, one problem with this is, is that their relapses aren't exactly real to begin with. Why? Because no fappers and people who masturbate to porn aren't actually addicted to it at all. Yeah, this and so I think this is another thing too. Because of the moralistic, religious kind of ties people have in their brains to stuff, because uh, America is essentially a country founded on. A rampant Christianity and religious fervor, you know, and religion justifies whatever you wanted to justify. So you have people that raped slaves, but uh, were walking around talking about how, you know, this is, uh, you know, uh, immoral for people to be having sex, but they were clearly doing these things. Right. Um, you know, uh, they were burning women uh, for being too free and saying it was because they were witches. You Correct. know, this is a country that allowed that to happen. People mm -hmm. really were killed. Uh, that's not a joke. You know, mm -hmm. imagine that feeling right now. I, I can't relate to the feeling of I'm going to go kill somebody today for whatever reason. But we've never really shaken those things. And as much as people want to be free, they really can't because a lot of that stuff is drilled into you when you're a child. And that guilt never going to go away. That Catholic guilt, that right. Christian guilt, that whatever guilt. And so people prey on that, mm -hmm. you know, where you might not be, quote unquote, religious at the same time anymore. But a lot of religious people are glomming on to this idea and being like, you know, if you look at these the people that sell stuff based on this, it's like uh, I, I was watching something the other day, the 700 Club. And there was a, a MMA guy. Uh, this is, I was watching the news first, and then I went to the bathroom, came back, seven hundred clothes on. Right, I changed it immediately. But they were getting ready to come back from commercial or something. They were like, "Coming up next, this MMA fighter says he was addicted to porn, but he was able to fight it with the help of God." And I was like, "That's not that far from this no fap shit." Mm -mm. Like, that's not that far. That I mean, Christianity is doing the same thing. Of mm -hmm. you can't be jacking off now. Come on. Um. But, yeah, it's not to say that people can't, you know, be addicted to stuff, but there's scientific, um, there are scientific definitions of addiction, you know? Yes. But because of the puritanical shit in our society, we're like, oh, you looked at porn today? You're addicted to it. You looked at it three times this week? Oh, you're addicted. Which is not, addiction is like, you missed work. Addiction is you can't stop yourself. You can't help yourself. You lost a bunch of money. You can't afford this habit. You know, like it's like I'm reminded of uh, Half Baked in the scene in the rehab where he gets up and says, you know, uh, and get, he's addicted to weed, and they're like, "You ain't here for some marijuana." I feel like that's what would happen if you went to like the uh, Narcotics Anonymous and was like, "Yeah, I'm addicted to porn." They'd be like, "You ain't here for some porn? Like, get out of here!" So. Um, but yeah, it's, it really is, um, it really is like a pseudoscience, like, cause they also have beliefs in the system that aren't verified or true, yep. but they don't really care cause it feels true. And most people do this. It's kind of like when you hear people say stuff like, 
man, this woman did porn. Her vagina must be big as a hallway. And it's like nothing no. scientific about that. That's you, not true. That's just vaginas, some shit you want to believe. Right. Vaginas pop whole ass babies out of them and then go back. What are you talking right. about? And there's people, you know, there's people that believe that too. You know that. But it, the point being like, it's it's not really science and it's not really fact, but it feels true enough. And so I think a lot of this stuff is is like that. And so they end up in these very punitive um these very punitive models of of interaction with each other but yeah um there's people that have died by suicide in it um that from trying to suppress their urges and stuff that we've seen three real life suicides among no fap users uh though there's no way of telling if they were due to the membership of the community you know but you know because also how do you verify that agreed um so i don't know man i just thought it was an interesting thing especially considering like i said the epidemic of loneliness the epidemic of male suicide in america right now it's uh it's very it's it's such an odd thing to i guess glom on to yes it's very weird and it's very strange but it's also one of those things to where like you say when you get down to the fundamental of it when people think about religion they only think about the the god piece of it they realize that these things can also substitute for that uh speaking of making people feel ashamed hong kong people from hong kong Mm -hmm. are urged to stare at smokers in a disapproving way to help create a tobacco-free society child it's an addiction you think dirty stabs you you ain't the, the first or the last person to dirty stab somebody when they blowing smoke on your face they might puff more because you're looking at them uh professor lo chong mao said people who have lit up in areas where it is prohibited are unlikely to hit back if everyone stares at them cigarettes can harm the health of us all said professor lo uh when the members of the public see people smoking in a non-smoking area, well, okay, non-smoking area is a little better. I can see that. Even if no law enforcement officers can show up immediately, we can stare at the smokers. When someone takes out a cigarette at a restaurant, everyone on the premises can stare at that person. I do not believe that person would dare hit back at everyone in the restaurant as they are simply staring. Uh, so they're trying to create a non-smoking. This is just one person's idea, it sounds like. <laughs> trying to create just a non-smoking. Just stare at them very yeah. disapprovingly. Uh-huh. <clears throat> <clears throat> is that smoke? Yeah. I, I just, you know what? I'm not, I'm not opposed to this. Because I thought at first it might be a public, like a place outside or something you see someone smoking at a park. But if you're in a non-smoking area and you start smoking, fuck you. Because I didn't make that decision. If, you don't get to do that. If that's the case, I understand. Particularly if, if now it's different if it's a smoking area, my non-smoking ass walking in there and complain. Yeah. That's differently. That's different. Yeah. But if it's non-smoking and here you come, yeah, it's going to be a problem. Yeah. So I actually, um, yeah, I'm on, I'm on their side now. Uh, that was that fast. That was that quick. <laughs> Easy to convince, guys. So all I need to do is a little reading, and I'm like, all right, let's go. Um, All right, let's see. Uh how about this one a woman is busted with a comically fake new york state inspection sticker they get inspections in new york for your car yes new york state uh i don't i don't know if it's new york city and the same but i mean i guess they do okay i mean i didn't make this up so no problem um this is the inspection sticker by the way it is that's not real at all it is hand 
drawn it is ink on a yellow like post-it note and what's even more hilarious it looked like whenever you get a letter sometimes they have like that's the 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 stuff at the bottom look like music notes look like somebody took that and put it at the top they laminated it they drew the 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 the, the abbreviations of the moss wrote safety safety inspection certif and then they ran out of its room space and just kind of and, wrote some squiggly lines and then they did january to, to december all it's not even even they didn't use a ruler what is this excuse yeah. me what's going on here an upstate new york woman was arrested thursday for driving around with a poorly drawn mock-up of a state inspection sticker uh <laughs> what does a real one look like i know it don't look like that do, why, do, honest to god i don't give a fuck what it looks like i don't even need to look at what it looks like i it there's no way this is close to it <laughs> you act that's, like if we see no it like way. oh okay i see what she was going for <laughs> she might as well do this shit with crayons <laughs> i see the, i see the idea <laughs> she might as well put a fucking stick figure in a house in the background with the, the sky color green <laughs> what little kid drew that yeah oh man that is That's so funny hilarious oh police what were they doing um uh, ma'am do you know why we pulled you over yeah i'm thinking i do <laughs> it's kind of it kind of obvious why you pulled me over this is kind of my thing you're not the first one to pull me over for this yeah sort of sort of makes sense uh ah! <laughs> Um, all right, let's move on. Uh, let's go to another segment. Yeah, but they pulled over. She'd be like, you got me, coppers. <laughs> I thought I was going to trick you. Mm-mm. Uh, let's move on to the next segment. Um, let's do some uh, fucking with black people. Okay. Um, boom. We're just fucking with them people because they black. We're just fucking with them people because they black. We're just fucking with them black people. We're just fucking with them blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. Hey, who, 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 well, the number one, I mean, I don't know how this can even be avoided, but there's another mass shooting that was racially motivated oh, no. in Jack, uh, Florida, I believe in Jacksonville at a dollar store. A man fatally shot three people in, the, in, in a hate crime and then killed himself. And um, it's they know it's a hate crime. They know it's racially motivated because he has uh, he had a gun painted with a swastika. He also posted racist writings as well, so it's not. There's no illusion that took the people lives for nothing. Yeah, the sheriff T.K. Waters said he hated black people. Um, they after reviewing the man's writings, which were sent to federal law enforcement officials and at least one media outlet shortly before the attack, he added that the gunman acted alone. Um, and the shooter, who was in his 20s, used a Glock handgun at AR-15 with at least one of them painted with a swastika. He was wearing a bullet-resistant vest. He said the shooter had once been involved in a domestic violence incident. That's that's normally where it starts. <laughs> Child, that's, Child, come on That's now. normally where it started. Mm-hmm. A lot of times it be men, and a lot of times it start with some woman, be it their mom, 
be it their baby mother, be it their wife, be it the wife and the kids, the family. Like, it starts there, and then it branches off into now I'm going to kill some other folks. The problem I have with with that, too, is that um, it's often related to domestic violence. There's rules and laws sometimes that'll be like a person that, you know, does domestic violence shouldn't be able to have guns. Right. But very rarely enforced. You know, even when if you have that law in your state, it's often not enforced because it's our lack of caring about the canary in the coal mine, the women in these people's lives. It it leads to to shit down down the line. Um, Yes, sir. But yeah, it's the free be- it's the free space on the bingo card for mass shooters is domestic violence. You know, mm-hmm. uh, he was uh, once involuntarily committed to a mental hospital for examination. Um, we don't have further details on that. Um, and yeah, he left by he left behind uh, writings that were evidence of racial animus. He uh, they believe he committed the shootings because it's the fifth anniversary of when another gunman. Open fire during a video game tournament in Jacksonville, killing two people before fatally shooting himself. What? Yeah. Uh, we have that many mass shootings. I don't even remember that one. Me either. I'm like, who? Yeah. Um. So, yeah, the shooter had driven to Jacksonville from Clay County, uh, where he lived with his parents. Um, of course he did. He sent his father a text message telling him to check his computer. The father found the writings, and the family notified 911, but the shooting had already begun. Um, yeah, because he used one of them guns that actually shoot multiple bullets, right? The shit that they keep, they like, we need to ban this from the I general mean, public. I mean, pretty much all guns shoot multiple bullets, and I don't know about the AR-15. I don't know enough about guns. Okay. And the people that love guns take it super fucking serious, and they'll write in as if that fucking matters to me oh no uh like like oh the ar-15 is not a fully automatic assault rifle i i i just know it seems to be the gun of choice for people that want to kill a lot of people right and it doesn't really seem like we need this gun Mm -hmm. i don't understand why what we would need it for really it's it's it seems to be a a a gun i i know ar doesn't stand for assault rifle but it seemed to be assault rifle-y is it you know your cousin Ken somewhere it just around seem, in there? It just seems to be the choice of a lot of people you that, pull that, the trigger and it's that kill people in these situations. And I know for a fact when we had an assault rifle or assault weapon ban, we weren't having as many mass shootings. We and the not. second that they let that shit expire, the you can look at a chart. The mass shootings went off the fucking chain. And of course, in a country and especially Florida. In a country where racial animus is is just simply sparked and and fed, the flame is fed by so many politicians. Florida, the place against woke whatever, the place against CRT, the home of Ron DeSantis, you can't tell me that shit isn't affecting people and then these people have access to fucking guns, just unfettered access to guns and the ability to go kill people. Right. Uh, but yeah, this is Dracars for me as always. Same. Um, the next one, Hooters is being sued for racial discrimination against employees in North Carolina. Okay, what happened? Um, so apparently in Greensboro, uh, the EEOC Equal Opportunity Commission has sued a North Carolina Hooters for discriminating against black or darker skinned Hooter girls, Hooters girls. 
In March 2020, at the beginning of COVID-19, the Greensboro, North Carolina Hooters temporarily laid off around 43 employees. Um, the EEOC said in a lawsuit that the restaurant laid off a class of black and dark-skinned women and recalled mostly of the white and light-skinned employees by May 2020. Now, here's here's some this this to me is something where we don't talk about that much when people talk about colorism. It's mostly about right who you want to fuck and if you would fuck them and who you following on Instagram and shit. And I mean, I guess there's something to that, but I've always found that to be a little bit like i don't even know that that's what people will want you know i don't even know that there's real 100 percent power in being sexually coveted because especially for women and stuff it normally leads to like a level of disempowerment right mm-hmm. it's i that's own why, you that's why i want to fuck you so now i'm there's a bunch of bullshit that comes with that that's not about empowering you it's about the fact that i want to covet you like a possession right right that's why a lot of women uh particularly as they get older reject that fight yeah. against that and we talked about it before but i i truly believe that this is why a lot of older women as their mates you know die off or they get divorced or split or whatever happened a lot of women are like bitch i'm never getting married again and a lot of this has well i don't want to go down that, that but rabbit hole because i'm talking about colorism and you're okay. starting to get into something else no problem that i agree with but mm-hmm. it's not germane to this right no problem so my thing is, this kind of stuff, to me, has a tangible financial number attached to it. Mm-hmm. it. It changes people's lives. It's about employment. Now, obviously, it's based around desirability because it's Hooters girls and there's this whole industry of, like, you should want to fuck the person that gives you wings and they should put their hand on your shoulder and make you feel like a big man and or you take your the pe- the weirdos that take their family there or whatever. Whatever you're into, I, you know, let me stop judging. But it's not my thing, right? right. I think it's it like it is a model that is relying on a form of desirability and subjectivity and stuff. Mm-hmm. But financially, dollars and cents. You ba- you got this job. They laid everybody off for COVID-19, then they go, we're going to bring you back when it's time. We meet the white girls and the light-skinned girls. Yeah, so I don't blame them. I would sue them, too, because it was like, when you said everybody, bitch, I should have came back, too. Yeah, and I'm glad people were able to sue because colorism is a hard thing to sue about Mm -hmm. because a lot of times we are couching things in preference and coincidence or you don't have enough numbers to prove that it's something tangible like i can never prove to anybody that flo millie would be big as cardi b if she was light-skinned there's no fucking way you can do that right um and it turns into like an individual thing and we have to demonize cardi b and big up flo millie and all this stuff but to to actually have like just here are the numbers of how much people used to make here. Here are the numbers of how many employees used to be here. Here's what they look like. Here's what they looks like now. You tell me the difference in these two pictures. And also show me, I can show you the difference in the fucking bank accounts of the people who no longer work there. Run me my motherfucking money. Goddamn right. Um, yeah, the lawsuit said prior to layoffs, 51% of the Hooters girls were black or had dark skin. First of all, that's a high percentage. Shout out to Greensboro, okay? Mm-hmm. I've, I've right, been to Hooters before. Right up 85. And, like, even when they have a black girl in Hooters, it's normally a Hooters type that, you know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about, like, the certain type of body built that they, that these, because it's like a white, to me, the culture of Hooters is white. Yes. 
You know, that's why I used to support Dunks, okay, out of Nashville. Come on, shout out, shout out to three guys on Dunks. Um, R.I.P. <laughs> rest in peace to Dunks. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think they might have been violating some COVID protocols, I, but you I know. I think they was, too. At least they didn't put no dark-skinned black women out of business, okay? No, they did not. They're they fa- was up in there. In fact, they, in fact, I, I think it would have been the reverse problem. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so they said the complaint also alleged the darker-skinned Hooter girls Hooters girls uh, experienced racial hostility and observed preferential treatment of white employees while employed at the restaurant and received less lucrative shifts. The Greensboro restaurant has no comment uh, and directed CNN to the company's public relations department. Mm-hmm. And that's probably the shit you can prove because I guarantee you somebody can go back who worked on this day, who worked on this day, who worked on this day, what shifts did they work like? Like that shit is somewhere. Even if you don't have it written out, it's a calendar schedule. You can see who was on the clock. Racism is also super fucking wild, cause like, how you discriminating against titties? Titties, my nigga. It's titties. Who's like, wouldn't the more titties the better? Like, y'all only trying to collect one set of titties. Like, what y'all don't want to see them all? What's what's going on over there? Anyway, uh, zero to a hundred. This gets a one hundred, and I hope they win. I hope they win because I give it a hundred too. Up. I'm just trying to imagine somebody being like, I'm not going to order no wings if, if it's going to be some black titties. I mean, I've lost my appetite. <laughs> like, mm. what? That's stupid. I'm still going to order the wings. That's suddenly, why I came. Suddenly, I'm ready to go home. <laughs> suddenly, I feel like leaving your establishment. Right. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's see. Uh, maybe we do. Um, you know what? Actually, no. Let's move into some other news. Uh, what do I feel like talking about? Maybe we do some white people news. White people news. We're bringing salad to the barbecue. We might be problematic or a little bit That sounds really harsh on our fragile pieces. It's white people news. I hope everyone's sitting down for this one some really tragic white people news bill murray and calice have split after two months of dating things just ran their course for the 72 year old and the 44 year old okay it's over okay um they say the breakup was amicable that's good and they were very fond of each other they both had busy schedules and after whirlwind romance they decided to go their separate ways um, I still don't even know if I believe this or ever believe this. <laughs> it just sounded so odd and so strange. I'm with you, baby. I just, I'm sorry. I'm I, like, I guess. I don't know. I know he needed to rehab his image. He was being accused of being a sex pest on set. And then he apologized and said it was a misunderstanding. And I know being attached to, you know, a beautiful black woman, uh that looks like she could have just about anybody that she wanted it's got to be like a good it's like well Khalees wouldn't fuck a piece of shit right so i think maybe that works in the pr way but uh just in the actual like them as a couple way i I can't see it i can't see it um so yeah, I, I, I we never got to see them together. No, we didn't, cause I I follow her on Instagram, and she be doing Instagram. She be out her garden and shit, and I don't never see him in the pictures. They never posted anything together. He never posted anything with her. They were never pictured together, really. Mm-hmm. Not out in public. They were just like he came to a concert or something. 
You know, I mean, I, did they even have sex? Was there even a hand job exchange? <laughs> right. Like, oh, well, y'all, y'all just together on paper. Yeah, these surface levels, the, the relationships that, you know, I, I feel like we're losing recipes. Like, we used to get the intimate details. We used to, you used to have to at least, like, you know, do some messy shit together for us to be like, oh, shit, they together together. Y'all ain't even trying to convince us no more. Y'all just putting out a weak press release and being like, maybe we together. I mean, but it's our business. Who knows? I'm like, okay. But it's no way. Uh, it's no way Bill was hitting this. I'm sorry. It's no way. Okay. I've seen a lot of different types of porn, and they don't even have this version. Uh, the old white man, young black women. They don't even have it. Um, <laughs> uh, this is Khalees being fine at the at the beach. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I don't think Bill was. No, I don't see it. The fact that every picture of them is separate. You know what I mean? Where are the pictures of them together? As a unit, as a couple. Yeah. Those pictures of her was uh, her other ex. People. Pictures of him with his ex-wife who they split in 2008. She died in 2021. Um. So, yeah, I, I don't see it. I, I think y'all wasted our time. I think they did. Out of here with that bullshit. Speaking of wasting our time, okay. Kiki Palmer has reunited, quote unquote, with her partner in crime, Darius Jackson, to celebrate 30th birthday. Now, this is kind of leading me back to that thing I said where I was like, I kind of hope that they are not broken up, that it's just internet content. And even if I think it's some kind of like, maybe unsavory internet content i wouldn't do myself like if me and karen had some type of public you know whatever like moment of 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 whatever where like mm-hmm. the the internet said fuck man karen is karen is trash for that i can't see myself making content that leans into y'all being like yeah we can all call karen trash right and even vice versa mm-hmm. yeah but i just like it's just it's not for me but i was hopeful that it was for them like Maybe they're together and it's just like, listen, baby, I'm going to capitalize on the pandemonium. You get there, you're going to have to look bad. And of course, I do worry about the idea of like mm-hmm. motherfuckers being on some, uh, oh, when they get like, say they get married or something, people being like, Ugh, you married this piece of shit because people are fucking weird on the internet. And a lot of them don't know how to be like, I don't actually know these people. I actually don't know what was really happening behind the scenes. Right. And, and you know, we've seen broke people do it all the time. They get together, they break up, they make up. Uh, you ever have family members, they get married to the same person two and three times. So, child, you don't know what people going to do. Yeah. So, I don't know. You know, he's the one that said, you know, I'm not the people. When they were like, all the rumors about him, like, splitting and moving past her, he, he came out and said, that's not true. You know, so they were on Instagram live uh, in the clip. Palmer joke with Jackson about why he talks trash about Virgos. He says, my mom's a Virgo. My brother's a Virgo. My best friend's a Virgo. My grandma's a Virgo for looking at the uh, at the uh, at, at Kiki and saying my partner in crime's a Virgo. And Palmer didn't thank Jackson 29 for taking her out on her birthday as always. I just thank you for making my making it special for my birthday. That's so sweet. It's the outfit, though. You a mom is what people keep bringing up from July fifth. But uh, yeah, they they uh, clearly seem to be at least amicable. Child, if y'all like it, I love it. Yeah, I mean, just behind the scenes, like people in the industry have been saying, like they be going out to parties and stuff together. So 
you know, I do wor- wonder about how people take it that have been so invested in like it's a destruction of the black family and she a bad mom or the people that are like, you know, he a piece of shit. This is a girl. Get away from him. It's a it's abuse for me. I do wonder how those people that took those extreme stances, how do they deal with these type of revelations? Because, you know, for those that weren't that invested, it's more of a like, oh, okay, cool. It seemed like it worked out. Right. Like, <laughs> I, like I knew I, I was going to be fine either way. I wouldn't know team nobody. Right. Uh, let's see. Shirtless Jeremy Allen White takes Ashley Moore to hot Pilates following a steamy workout sesh. That's right. If you watch the bear, okay, I don't. The, so I'm like, Whoo? he's the he's the the he's the main dude from the bear. The oh, the, oh, the chef dude. Okay, yeah. I, I know him. I just don't know his <clears throat> name. Okay, yeah. They, oh, I said steamy workout sesh. It's steamy makeout sesh. My bad. Ah, now I've been intrigued by this because she's clearly a black woman. Yes, she is. And so, <laughs> so this white people news. I've been like, what is going on with this? You know. Uh, but looks like things are heating up. The two were photographed heading to Hot Pilates Studio. Yeah, because they just got divorced, didn't they? That's correct. Uh, the two were photographed heading to a Hot Pilates Studio in West Hollywood, California on Thursday, just three weeks after they first sparked romance rumors. White, who wore a gray tank top and matching hat and navy shorts, walked a few paces behind the model as they headed into a workout class. Uh, they both came prepared for the class, carrying their own water bottles in hand. Uh, following the sweat sesh, the bear star popped off his top, putting his chiseled abs on full display. Not on full display? The Emmy-nominated actor also ditched his white sneakers, walking barefoot back to his car after class. Well, that's the hazard dating a white. You know, they do stuff like that. You just got to let it go. A lot of times, don't even matter the weather. <laughs> you going to catch your barefoot sometimes. You're like, well, where are your shoes? Probably put his feet on the car dashboard. As they drove off. It probably did. Um, Feet getting burnt up. Meanwhile, Moore wore wore a brown one-piece and a white crop top into the studio. Sorry. Oh, no problem. Something stuck in my throat. No problem. And he is chiseled. Mm -hmm. He got his shoes in his hands. Like, you could have been like, huh, just put on some flip-flops. I don't understand this. Right. But he's white, so they don't have to wear shoes or wash the legs. Uh, she later emerged in a baby blue ensemble consisting of body, body hugging biker shorts and a matching camisole tank top. Uh, she wore her brunette locks down and appeared like to, a whole onesie, but okay. She wore her brunette locks down and appeared to go makeup free under her dark sunglasses. Uh, I like the caption on this pic: "White showing off his buff bod." <laughs> the paparazzi was called. This outing comes less than one month after they were seen locking lips during a coffee run in Los Angeles. That Not locking lips. We did watch them lock lips. We we covered that. We broke that news on here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, we love to see the whites. Uh, love going, to see it. Going off. Um, Loch Ness Monster Hunters hammered by cost of living crisis. Oh, not in this economy. You can't hunt Loch Ness monsters in this economy. In real life, a real life, or the, uh, like a video game or something. No, real life. This uh, this is white people news, not nerd off. <laughs> this is what the whites uh, is going through. <laughs> Organizers of the biggest sweep for the creature in more than fifty years are worried rising accommodation, fuel, and food costs are making it harder to justify trips to watch the water. 
You've never fucking found or seen it. What are you, what do you mean? Trips. I'm supposed to be aside for that bitch. I don't. Y'all ain't set up a motherfucking doorbell ring camera on a tree yet and just waited to hope you get some motion? What are you doing? Taking vacations. All the fucking sonar shit that we got in America. The technology is so much better. Y'all taking submarines to see the Titanic where you can't take it to the bottom of this fucking lake? Get out of here. What's wrong with y'all people? My God. What a waste of money. Right, end time. Stop it right now! This is stupid! This is absolutely ridiculous! Get! Get out of here! We are adults, and this is ridiculous! Hit the crap! That's my girl right there, honey. I I feel just like that. Like, this is ridiculous, y'all. Yeah, what what have y'all been doing? Like, I don't understand. This is supposed to be a hobby, not a full-time job. Alan McKenna of the Loch Ness Exploration said, Times are not easy. You're asking a lot of people to volunteer. The cost of living crisis could really affect the research. People can't afford to get to Loch Ness. I'm a, if I'm visiting in tourist season, I'll struggle to find places to stay at an affordable rate. First of all, you don't need to do any of this. And are we calling it research? Is that what we're doing? I really hope y'all are doing some like Brokeback Mountain shit where it's just a bunch of people that want to have an orgy in the woods and they lie to their families and they all show up in the woods and fuck each other and be like, yeah, it's a research for the Loch Ness Monster. But really, it's a once a year, like the ATL orgy, but for wherever the Loch Ness Monster is. (laughs) Loch Ness orgy. Yeah, I hope it's the Loch Ness orgy. I hope y'all really not out here fucking... (laughs) spending time away from your families for this shit um but yeah cost of living going up so we may never find a Loch Ness Monster at this rate we may never find it because we didn't find it when the cost of living was affordable either right when it was low now it's gonna be real hard people gonna be out there with ramen noodles that's gonna be even longer Mr. P's pizzas and, and shit not Mr. P's uh let's see oh man more info in the Lizzo that lawsuit thing because now i feel like lizzo's people are able to put their side out through the media right like one, that's, that's not a one-way street yeah one story is like she's considering counter suing them we'll see about that one right uh but lizzo's dancers returned to touring following alleged harassment incident uh although pop Sonya lizzo has been accused of harassment uh by her former uh dancers okay ad I see you, but how do I get you off my screen? What's going on, buddy? Okay, beat it, Ad. Well, we just, we just, we just, we just, doing we this. just gonna hang around. We, we, we just, we just go make us wait. But I can't find an X, and it's, it's kind of gray and blended in with everything else. Why? It just says continue scrolling for content, but not. It won't get rid of this ad. Uh, All right. <clears throat> oh, so we got to get another version of it. Or? I don't know. Let me try refreshing. But okay. uh, yeah, so <clears throat> the plaintiffs, it, it's been revealed that the plaintiffs making allegations had signed on for another leg of the tour after the supposed harassment took place. Dancer Crystal Williams, Noel Rodriguez, and Ariana Davis had claimed that the pop star forced them into going to sex shows and partaking acts therein. 
However, the accusers also cut a new deal with Lizzo within weeks of the supposed incident. The suit alleges that Lizzo was accused of inappropriate behavior, uh, including inviting cast members to take turns, touching new performers, catching dildos launched from the performers' vaginas, and eating bananas protruding from their performers' vagina performers' vaginas. When asked about the lawsuit from the dancers, attorney Maori Singer claim that the accusations thrown towards Lizzo are transparently flimsy, stating even at this early stage of the process, their cases have been irreparably damaged. Singer would go on to say that the dancers had the opportunity to lead the tour but, tour, but chose not to. Each of them had the choice to sign a new agreement <clears throat> to re-up for the third leg of the tour. All three of them chose to sign an additional agreement to re-up for the third leg of the tour. If they had been subjected to horrific conduct by Lizzo as claimed in a lawsuit, why would they have chosen to return? Well, I mean, I think the argument there on their side would be for the money, but I also do understand that the if the allegations were so damning and abusive in the way that they claim, it would make also, you, you would think at least one of them would be like, I'm not coming back. You know, this is some bullshit. But maybe it's that hard for people like that to get a job in that industry because they have mostly bigger girls in that upper echelon of the dance troupe. Right. So I don't know. I feel like that's not a confirmation of anything one way or the other. Uh, but I, I mean, I guess it's interesting. Uh, and it's probably what they're going to say in court. Mm-hmm. Singer also brought up past remarks made by Davis, including a video where she said, I've been working with Lizzo for maybe close to a year now. It's been so amazing. Such a beautiful journey. Uh, while no verdict has been made in the case so far, Lizzo has also been dropped from the Super Bowl halftime show in light of accusations. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm. Lizzo has since denied every one of the claims brought against her. The case is still ongoing. So, Is um, that why they reached out to Taylor? <laughs> yeah, I, I think they always reach out to Taylor, and Taylor just doesn't want to do it. Right. I and mean, she's performed before, right? At, at, at Super, Super Bowl halftime? I don't know. At least I don't know. I don't know why I assume she performed before. Uh, I don't know. Um, maybe let's see why she won't respond, why she rejects. Uh, how she ever performed on Super Bowl? I just see a lot of what that she won't perform. Okay, right. It don't say if she's uh, ever actually performed or not. See. No problem. Has, let me ask: Has Taylor Swift done a Super Bowl halftime show? Uh, for years people have been wondering when she will do it however due to Pepsi having official sponsor rights to the spectacle Swift who has been with Coca-Cola for years was never allowed to do it mm. okay so I don't, I don't I guess she hasn't I, don't, I mean according to all of this but right I don't know why I assumed that, that at least one year she performed but so I guess it's kind of a quote unquote a big get to kind of get her since she's probably yeah it's a huge the, fucking get one of the uh not trying funny last kind of major superstars that have never performed before if if, if this statement is true yeah so mm-hmm. i don't know the full details maybe i got it wrong but no just problem. on that quick cursory glance yeah and she's probably touring and shit too she was like nah i'm good <clears throat> on that quick cursory glance um it didn't see anything from the results that said uh she had done it before right no problem Kim kardashian and chris jenner hang out with megan markle's mom doria raglan at a la gala or they're trying to prevent her to be like a momager. Like, girl, you need to pimp Megan. Okay, you yeah. need to get a sex date with her, Harry. And that ain't gonna happen. You wanna take this to the next level? Okay. I'm trying to get that guap. Get them tabloids something to talk about. Uh, But, yeah, it's interesting because I don't see Megan Markle's mom as like a celebrity, like, my person. So, and I don't know enough about her. She could be like one of these celebrity, like, people that's out in the streets but in my mind my head canon 
she went to this gala for other reasons and then the kardashians like oh my god I, you know what photo op i guarantee you that's what happened i guarantee you she was there doing something else <laughs> girl we best friends like i don't and even know sh- who are y'all what and, are y'all doing and they showed up and was like uh uh yeah we go what she was, she was like what a photographer come from yeah that's she looks she looks great though she does you know um so yeah she was uh at okay it's during this is about humanity's fifth annual soiree saturday the three appeared to be in good spirits <clears throat> while also posing for pics together sadly the duchess of sussex and her husband prince harry were not in attendance um yeah so then they ran up to her took some pictures and stuff that makes more sense because raglan Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I'm like you. It don't sound like that. They would be going to the same events where they where they would be photo opping. I've just never seen her out and about. I've only seen right. her in relation to like Megan stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Raglan 66 wild in a floral dress with camel colored flats, while Jenner 67 looked equally chic in an all white ensemble and Chanel purse. So yeah, she does look great, man. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and then that's you know the Kardashians with all their friends uh at the thing i don't know none of the women except for kim say yeah so good luck to those people we love to see the whites out out and about though Mm -hmm. have a good time um let's see how much time we got uh okay let's go to guess the race um now or you know one more we'll do one more then we'll go guess the race okay <clears throat> An Italian high, Italian high society is in shock as a millionaire banker throws an ultra exclusive engagement party at Turin Villain Villa Turin Villain Turin Villa. Blah, 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 my mouth today, only to make accusations against his fiance in his speech. What? Massimo Segre, sixty-four gathered distinguished guests at his mansion in Turin to celebrate his upcoming nuptials to entrepreneur and politician Christina Samandi, 47. But instead of loving words usually addressed to the bride-to-be, he accused her of cheating to the shock of Torinese society before declaring the relationship was over. So he... Nigga, you could have gave me a phone call or text. Why is we doing all this? Because he's petty, Karen. She was cheating on him. And I I bet the whole time he was just looking like, is she even gonna go through with this? He's like, you know, we should have an engagement party. Yes, we should. Y'all yeah, gonna invite all your friends to it. Mm-hmm. Even uh uh even that one dude, you know, so and so. Yeah, oh, he should come. Okay, okay, bitch. I'll see. Oh! <laughs> he was taking notes. I'm gonna bring your mama too. Your and mama and your names. daddy gonna be there. Yes, they should see us get engaged. All right. Are you sure about this? You sure you still want to get engaged? Cause you so in love with me, right? We we so in love. Okay, and it's not about my millions of bank money dollars, right? It's cause you just love me for me, and could never love. Cause I'm gonna tell you right, I can never love another person. That's how much I love you. Okay, so just it clearly is not a mistake that you're making. This is. On purpose that you want to do this. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm surprised he didn't come through and uh, 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 post on doing it for the gram. Uh, <laughs> hey, this would have took the cake for the petty. Yeah. She should have known when uh, when uh, when it started. You know, he was like about to about to to give his speech. 
you know, and she was like, uh, so are you are you going to um, give a toast to the girl? He's like, oh, I'm going to give a toast to the girl, okay? I got to say, everybody, uh, DJ, hit my song. I just need you to know some things, girl. <laughs> what is happening? Everybody give it up to my bride-to-be. A bride-to-be? <laughs> you know, I was, I was, I was walking today. <laughs> you know. <laughs> cold bust. You cold bust. Don't touch that coat. <laughs> you gotta get out of here with that alley cat coat wearing hush puppy shoe wearing crown cake i saw you with because you dismissed don't don't worry about the credit cards them them is already canceled the bank accounts have been officially closed you without me is like cornflake without the milk <laughs> your badge is no longer work it's my world you just a squirrel trying to get a nut yes <laughs> my jam i love that song <laughs> He says, I want to give Christina the freedom to love, specifically to love another person. Well, damn. <laughs> oh, shit. He said, dear Christina. He said, I'm sorry. Who she clearly, a notable lawyer who she clearly loves, cares about more than me. Dear Christina, I know how much you are in love with him mentally and sexually oh shit and i know that before him you had a relationship with an industrialist acquaintance <gasps> stunned christina looks around the room at some 150 guests for support as her fiance shares photos of her with another man god damn he got the pis on the case i mean he followed her in the rain karen he really did the pi did the pi saw y'all i paid him Walking in the rain. <laughs> Don't think it pleases me. He was snapping pictures and I'll never be the same. Don't think <laughs> it pleases me to look like a cuckold in front of you. All of you, he said. Oh, no. Christina is so good at telling her truth that I couldn't leave her alone to narrate the reason why I'm ending our life together tonight. <laughs> tonight? It's a banal story of infidelity, even premarital. I'm so disappointed. I'm heartbreaking, broken. Now, I got to show y'all the picture of this old man. It's the fact that he really had this written on a big-ass sheet of paper. He meant this, okay? He pulled oh, that yeah, paper so out of his pocket. Oh, yeah, he can see it. Okay, it's probably big font. Oh, look at how she looking. She was really looking around like, word, like, what the fuck is happening here? He had to put on his reading glasses for this. Uh, he did wishes her Yeah, he put on his trifocals. He was serious. He then wishes her well before telling her to go to Mykonos with her lover as a holiday. Perhaps the honeymoon is already paid for. Oh, shit. That's a flex. <laughs> That's a flex. That's a rich flex. Yeah, he was like, y'all have a good time. I won't be there. Yeah. But, you know, we already paid for the arrangement. Keep the honeymoon sweet. Fuck them on my dime. I don't care. Right. You never get nothing else from me. The guests were annoyed at being used as part of the show. Stunned, they stared on in silence, unsure what to think. <laughs> See, this is why... I I can't be invited to things like this because I love mess. And so everybody be like, I'm annoyed. They would have been interviewing me. I'd be like, oh, it was better than I thought. I, be like, I thought I it was going to be not expecting a, this. I thought it was going to be a boring-ass engagement party. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like the other. I'm like, this is an engagement to remember. 
This shit I'd be like, was, I'm glad I was in attendance. This shit was lit. I was hoping Tammy Roman would throw, show up with some cameras. Right? I want. <laughs> I was looking for Joey Greco. <laughs> you come on. Where the camera and the crew? Uh, since the engagement party, a video taken by one of the guests has gone viral. Resulting in Christina becoming the subject of death threats online. Now, why well, y'all got to do that? Why well, she got death threats? She didn't cheat on y'all. Right. I'm going to kill her for cheating on you. In a letter to director Zona Bianca TV news program, Christina said Massimo had committed an act of psychological violence and had meticulously planned his revenge. Okay, now, ma'am, you don't get to be... The, you right. Don't, <laughs> right. You don't get to pull out the victim card. Come on, man. Right. You have to take responsibility for your actions now. Spoken like a true cheater. She's like, how dare this nigga make me the victim? Okay? How all dare I he did, embarrass me in front of my family and friends? All I was doing was fucking other people, lying about it, and planning on him marrying me and giving me half his shit. This nigga gonna make a big deal out of it? Wow. You can't do nothing around these. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> you she was like, "Word, this, this is what we're doing." Uh, that's hilarious. She showed up. It's 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 crazy to me too. It's crazy to me too. But ma'am, uh, she said she added that a valuable sapphire ring given to her by Massimo's mother to mark their engagement, which had mysteriously disappeared 15 days before the party. So he took the ring back, duh, because it's his fucking mom's ring. You don't get to cheat on me. And keep my mama's sapphire ring forever. She didn't give that to you because she liked you. She gave that to you because she loved me. Nice try. Right. Nice try, cheater. And anybody that disagree with this, flip the genders. Now shut the fuck up. Because I guarantee you that's the only reason people disagree. Right. Is that they're sitting up there like, I just feel like I should support a woman no matter what she do. Mm-mm. Fuck out of here, dog. <clears throat> Uh, speaking of the times, Christina's advisor says she'll be taking legal action for reputational damage. She is. Uh, I mean, but if, you did the shit. What kind of reputational damage is this? It's a good argument. Here's why. <laughs> I nobody would have known I was cheating on your ass if you hadn't caught me. So you didn't damage my reputation by telling everybody. Now I don't know if it's gonna work. It's kind of like Lizzo's dancers. Like it might be like a civil suit that gets thrown out, but. Child, he gonna have a pi. He's rich. He gonna have a pi testify. Like you better get out of here. Uh, she has suffered very serious attacks on social media and threats from Italian citizens. Has been traumatic. Uh, her lawyer added that her banker fi- fiance had intentionally humiliated her. The le- the letter was read out in front of dozens of people. It was captured on video and was sent to newspapers. We don't think this was improvised. No, Un- it was not. Unlike the cheating. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Uh, yeah, they said in an interview. Throw this out. In an interview with La Stampa, Christina said the bags for making those were already packed and urged onlookers to reserve judgment. Within every family, dynamics are very complex and difficult to understand from the outside. What your family got to do with this, bitch? You didn't fuck them. At the time, she said she thought he gone crazy. He was very tired at the time. I'm sure there's someone behind him who fanned the flames and short manipulated him. But he got pics, man. He hired a PI. He got photographers. They know your route. They, like, I don't understand this. Also, this is funny. It's funny to use his age against him when you're 47 and you're dating a 65-year-old who got a lot of money mm-hmm. and you definitely want that money. 
and then to be like, well, you know, he old. He it was past his bedtime. He probably just needs some juice, honey. He just need to to take a nap and and everything will be fine. She calling and pleading and shit and this man he done changed his phone number, honey. His family members like if you don't throw that phone away. This man got proof of the affair. She's like, girl, you who put you up to this? Okay, <laughs> you just need to take a nap and let it go. Uh, my professional life requires me to react and remain lucid. I will think about possible protections in civil and civil criminal matters. Uh, Christina had it. it was a farce. Yeah, less- she almost got the bag, and he was like, "Bitch, you thought." He had it. She had it. It was a farce. Let's face it. Serious things are resolved another way. Now we'll consider whether to sue him. Uh, she For said, "What two things hurt me? The end of a beautiful love story and the lynching." Oh, now it's a lynching. It's been going on for days. A sexist, chauvinist, violent, horrendous lynching. Dirty laundry is washed in the family, and they, even if for a short time, were a very special family, and they could have been one of the most beautiful couples there were because they combined so many qualities. Oh, this is, okay, this is from Viviana Ferrero, the former vice president of Turtle City Council, and a friend of Christina. Shout out to her as a friend because she is covering for this cheating in such a magnifique way. She's like, they were a beautiful family. This nigga gonna let a little cheating ruin the family? You ain't gonna come off a of half of mil- your millions just cause she fucked a couple people? Come on now. She says, I don't rejoice when the rich cry. Oh, they all rich too? Mm. Uh so yeah, they uh looks like they broke up. And uh he his full speech is on here. The full the full speech. Yeah, the full speech is on here. I guess I could try to read it for y'all. Okay, go ahead. I want to hear what he had to say. Read with his trifocals. Tonight, I'd like to give Christina the freedom to love. To love a person, a known lawyer who she clearly cares for more than me. And who I think managed to become obnoxious just to avoid slighting me. My, my dear Christina, I know who, how in love you are both mentally and sexually. And how did you manage to self-confide? And I know that before him, you had a relationship with a well-known industrialist. My dear friends, don't believe that this pleases me to be a cuckold in front of you all. But Christina was so good at telling her truths that I couldn't leave it to her to tell the narrative of why I will be leaving her tonight. What did she say to her poor mother? Because the woman became afraid that her daughter was no longer safe to sleep with me. And so what did she say to all of you that drove away the truth? It's a banal story of infidelity, even premarital. I am very disappointed, heartbroken. I blame myself for not having understood how a woman can't really love you if a marriage puts you against your own children, with who I have painstakingly tried to recover a relationship that has deteriorated in these three years. My dear Christina, go to Mike and know your lawyer. Be happy with him. You know it's all paid for. Like how he paid for the trip to Vietnam with your daughter, a <gasps> splendid young lady who I'm very disappointed to have been involved in this situation. I confirm if you want, when you return, we could elevate, evaluate how to continue your professional collaboration. However, our story ends today. I wish you happiness with your new partner and to continue shining in the world that you have done all these years. Sorry to you all and good night. Bravo! <laughs> bravo! Woo! Bravo! Now that's a party. Child, yes. And you know what? The I, 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 only thing he was short of was like, y'all have a good night. Party on me. 
Drinks on me. Yeah. Open bar. Don't worry about leaving early. Nope. Uh, uh, stay. R- rooms I already paid for. Talk to Christina. Ask her some questions. Mm-hmm. I know I should have. Yes. <laughs> but I, I didn't. I have. And now look at me. Looking like a damn fool. Um, yeah, bravo, sir. That's hilarious. All right. That is that is definitely petty on fleek. Mm-hmm. All right. That's it for this episode. Um, we need to do some sore ratchetness and wrap this up. Had a good time. Hopefully y'all did too. Don't forget to come to our live show. Yes, I can't wait. I'm so excited. A woman nearly killed when a spear smashes through the windshield as she drove on a Texas highway. What? I know. Normally a sword ratchetness, but in this case, it's a spear, which is kind of a sword. Oof. Um, <clears throat> this is a picture of, of the woman's car. Uh, <gasps> you can see the spear lodged into the driving column of her, her steering wheel column, Ooh. which is probably the only thing that kept her from getting killed. Uh, she narrowly escaped death after someone threw a spear through her windshield while she was driving on Texas Highway. Siobhan Canales was traveling on Interstate 10 in San Antonio around 9.30 p.m. on Monday when the metal weapon slashed, smashed through her front windshield. Fortunately, the spear was stopped by her steering wheel and she was not injured. She said she never saw the suspect. <gasps> somebody knows something, so I'm hoping somebody comes forward because this is so dangerous because if if it's not me... It's going to be somebody else, she told San Antonio News. Wow. So you just minding your business and all of a sudden crash and you're looking at a fucking sword staring at you? Mm-hmm. I do wonder, like, where she, you know, like, how she heard, like, did, did like, the Dora Miller J music start playing? Right? Boop, 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 yeah. boop, 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 what? what? What is happening here? Uh, she posted on TikTok <clears throat> after the terrifying ordeal, and it shows the massive five-foot spear protruding from the front passenger side of her gray car five with a sharp foot. with a sharpened tip lodged into the steering wheel. Yeah. So yeah, guys, I almost died. Somebody threw a spear through my car tonight, and just thought I'd show y'all how bad it is. But yeah. Went into my steering wheel and everything, so yay me. Yep. Yeah, and imagine you going to the insurance company and they, they like, what? There's like, uh, yeah, we're gonna need evidence. Like, uh, dog, you think I'm just gonna throw a spear through my own front windshield? Mm, wait, you think the? No, it's like, 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 oh. could you imagine calling the insurance company? But like, yeah, I got in a wreck. What happened, ma'am? Uh, a sword went right. through my shield. The insurance company go like, yeah, you a got spear to show went us. through my. Yeah. yeah, a spear went through like, my windshield. Yeah, the insurance company go like, you have to show us. Here's the police showing up. So, I mean, I guess she don't got to show them because the police <gasps> is there. Oh. Yeah. Um. So, let me see if I can. That shit like two inches. I- I'm two inches taller than that thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's huge. That's the police taking it out. Yeah. Whoa. Dude. Child, is she a scroll? What the fuck yeah. is this? That is crazy. 
Look how big that is. Yeah, it's heavy. Somebody's hit list. I mean, like, if you throw it, it'll, yeah. it'll go, like, yeah. really far. But it's not, like, heavy, heavy. It's, like... Five, six pounds, something like that. Yeah, but, like, definitely if you throw it. Yeah. How accurate of a throw was that? Were they aiming for her car? Like, right. I have so many questions. I have a question. Was she was she a scroll? Was her superpower? You know, is, is she going to work with Nick Fury? I have so many questions about this because this doesn't make any sense. I just feel like Okoye drove off after this. Yeah. This is what happened when they fought on that bridge against Namor in, like, in Chicago. Yes! She was one of the bystanders. <laughs> yeah. She just caught a stray. <laughs> yes, she did. No suspects have been arrested. No, They arre- flying away with Ironheart and shit, and she got a spear in her right. front of her car. Yeah, and I, they don't know who the suspect is, but I think we all yeah, we think all it, know. I think we all mm-hmm. know they they come from Wakanda. You, you know we you know. Well, I, I mean, we know that they're probably a spear chucker, so <laughs> they would. Well, what's famous is that they told you know they you know Wakanda had guns, but apparently they use spears. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, y'all. That's it. We'll be back uh, later on in the week. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Until next time, I love you. I love you too. Mwah. Mwah.